If you think you have just nothing left to learn from us... No, it is not that, really. I just, you know, gotta eat. Well, when you get hungry enough, you're gonna figure it out. Do you mean, like, physically hungry or, like, hungry for the job? Hey, everybody. This is the first episode of Boys Watching Girls. We are your hosts. I am Joe Welke. I am Vance Tucker. We're just two little tiny boys watching. (laughs) We have... So we are pop culture junkies. We see movies together all the time. We watch TV shows together all the time. We watch sports all the time. We decided to start a podcast watching a show that we have nothing, no knowledge about. And we're going to talk about every single episode of this show. And this is about the first episode, Pilot. The show we're watching is Girls. The show we're watching is Girls, yes. (laughs) You didn't get it already. If you didn't get it from the name of the thing. (laughs) Which could be misconstrued. But no, we're just just guys watching Girls, but boys. (laughs) But boys, because that, I don't know. uh, I, I gotta say, I had no preconceived notion like i've i've known of girls i've never seen it but like i've known of it i don't like i didn't not watch it mm-hmm. because i didn't like it or anything i wasn't like oh man this show or i have no lena dunham like qualms i know the stuff yeah but, like i have no like feeling going into the show see i it's like a blank slate for me the only stuff that i knew like i knew what i knew about girls is that when it first came out, every woman that I know enjoyed it and mm-hmm. said it was, like, realistic about, like, women's friendships and stuff. And that Lena Dunham is always naked in it. I knew I did hear about that, yeah. I knew that about Which it. Which is why you wanted to, like, watch <laughs> Yeah, that's why we, we needed a deep dive <laughs> <Yeah>. in this. <laughs> to watch. <laughs> but I feel like this series just took so many... Because I remember people really enjoyed Lena Dunham when this show first came out. Yeah. And then, like, then it turned a corner where everyone just hated her. Yeah, it had one of those, And it was within the span of this show. Yeah. It had one of those, like, not quite at the level of Game of Thrones turns. But, like, at that moment where people were like, I love this show to, like, this is not what i signed up for yeah there was some kind of turn i don't know when it happens but i'm sure we'll figure it out because we're I'm watching. excited to see if we get i wonder if it's like i wonder if it's time-based since we're watching it now yeah like and this was like a weekly show pre little pre-streaming yeah it was pre like everyone binge watching, watching yeah. everything so yeah i don't know this is but this is our first exposure to the show girls i've never watched an episode yeah. of it You've seen like a half an episode yeah. of one or something. I've so. seen I've seen the one controversial one. I think it'll be interesting when we get to that. When we'll, we get to that one, that'll be a fun one to try to yeah. make a podcast of. <laughs> but until then, we are starting from the very beginning of Girls with uh, Lena Dunham's very first episode. Episode is titled Pilot. It's directed by Lena Dunham. It is written by Lena Dunham. It came out originally on April 15th in 2012 with 0.87 million viewers. It's big. So 800,700 viewers. What did you think about this episode? Let's go through what goes on in this, uh, in the pilot. Okay. Uh, 
Over, overall thoughts you're saying or just like start from that let's just start from the beginning let's start from the beginning let's start from the beginning and then we'll finish up with our overall thoughts okay. about this okay so the show starts out with Lena Dunham scarfing down some spaghetti yeah that is the very first thing <laughs> you see yeah is she's in a restaurant with her parents scarfing down some spaghetti and her like, dad scarfing it scarfing down food too they're both <laughs> but the but first, first image, image the first is, image is like yeah a person eating from a trough. It was just like, I have this uh, rule that if I ever go on a first date with someone, I will never order anything like that, like spaghetti. Spaghetti, any slurping. Yes, yeah, so because slurping there's no attractive way to eat yeah. that. You're just always going to end up with yeah. noodles dangling from your mouth yeah. and not, not knowing how or to that, deal with or it. Or that half chew where you have to like bite it off and exactly. like put it back. Yeah. Exactly. I've so, never mastered the spoon and fork situation yeah i don't understand the spoon and fork thing somebody told me about that i was like i don't yeah. know what the hell you're talking about dude. we ain't fancy yeah boys watching girls so <laughs> boys watching girls baby so we that's the first image of this show is her with noodles dangling from her mouth and i was like oh man that's already so gross like i anyone eating that is like that is so disgusting to me and then uh they proceed to have the they have the the conversation that is basically the crux of this show, which is her parents are cutting her off. Her she's been supported by her mom and dad, who are professors, apparently. Yeah, I, I'm assuming at a college. college they must professors? have. They must have tenure or something because professors aren't that rich, are they? No, they make decent. You make decent money being a, an academic. Yeah. Well, they've been supporting their daughter for. She's 24 years old. They said that she's like two years been, out of college. Yeah, supporting her for two years. Like, so paying for pretty much everything. Yeah. Probably paid for college, too. Well, because she has an internship, which yeah. is that. That's a whole nother bag that's of things. That's a whole <laughs> bag of things going on. Like, like, that's the one thing I will not fault her character for. Like, yes, she that's has exactly a full what time, I mean. She has a full-time job, basically, but under the guise of free labor internship. Exactly. Yeah. That was so, like. So much of this episode, I did not feel sorry for her. And, like, yeah. even, especially during this conversation with her parents, it was just painful to watch yeah. her just, like, coming up with all these excuses and yeah. and being like, what, I need money. And, like, if I don't have this money, like, blah, 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 yeah. blah. And then her mom is like, no, get a job. Yeah. And part of me is like, yeah, get a job. But part of me is also understanding of, like, like she has an internship. Yeah. And people are fucking taking advantage of people so yeah. much in the world these days. I mean, there's the big thing right now with the like assistance in Hollywood and like just not the under the the like minimum wage pay for the amount of work they're doing because this is your stepping zone. Yeah, it's an opportunity. And it's like, so unjust. And yeah. that is one thing that I was like, this is the so, most sympathetic that I yeah. have ever felt towards a character. It wasn't like her character wasn't working. It wasn't like she was just sitting at home. Yeah, it's not like, like she was writing just like, in the well, shadow. Like she was going to work. She, but, she was yeah. working for like a, I guess, a publishing company because yeah, she, uh, or whatever. But. God, she seemed so ungrateful during that conversation. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't like, so it's been two years, and I understand having the rug pulled out from under you. Yeah. Like, that would be very jarring, but yeah. she had no sense of gratitude. Well, you would have to wonder if the parents have ever tried to hint towards it or if they were just, like, yeah. coddled. Because I had a roommate once that was just, like, <laughs> I won't go into too many details, but she was super, 
like spoiled by the parents and it's like if they would have done that she would have had a she would have flipped out and just like lost her shit yeah but like i wonder if the parents of uh hannah and this and girls would if they, if they ever brought it up because obviously the mom probably had but the dad was such an enabler yeah the dad know? seemed like a real big pushover yeah. like and he, and she's like a daddy's girl yeah you could see that yeah and he was like oh, i just want to make her but yeah my god it was hard to feel yeah any kind of sympathy for yeah. her when she's having that yeah. conversation with her family, like I don't. But know. I will say it's a real character. I will give it that much that it is. Yeah. No, I we know like people that like that. Yeah. Okay. It's a realistic character, yeah. but it's just not a likable one. <laughs> not likable. <laughs> <laughs> so then the next scene, we go to her, her apartment, Lena Dunham's apartment. Her character, what's her name? Character Hannah. We go to her apartment where she meets up with our introduction to... No, does she wake up? Is it her waking up in bed with her roommate? Right? Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, she, she wakes up in She bed. wakes up in bed with her roommate, who is Allison Williams, whose character's name is Marnie. Marnie, yeah. Character's name is Marnie. The reason that Which I'm... you'll know from Get Out. Yeah, you'll know she's great in Get Out. The reason why I'm so questioning, uh, I don't know their character's names, because they don't say their names. For so long. They definitely said Marnie came up later. Like, they said Marnie early, but I wasn't sure which one was Marnie. But, yeah. Yeah, I was just like, okay, well, who is this person? And then she had her boyfriend there. And I was just like, "Uh, who's this guy? Like, what's going on? Why are they waking up together? I love the waking up together to be like, is she a lesbian? Like, I knew they were just throwing that hint. I didn't, from everything I've heard about the show, I know that she's, I don't know if she hooks up with girls at all in the show, but I know that she's not, like, predominantly like a lesbian in the yeah. show so i was like okay this is something but i wasn't sure what was what you know yeah and then they immediately go to the kitchen and like marnie doesn't like her boyfriend for someone she wants to break up with him uh, she he seems awful yeah he seems like a real <laughs> he seems real goober like yeah. <laughs> like when they're talking about like when they first go out there and he's like trying to be sweet to her yeah. and stuff i was like oh and then she's like, uh, I just don't like him anymore. Yeah. I got that. Yeah, like, absolutely. There, there's, yeah. there have been relationships that I've had where you're, like, dating the person and you're just, like, there's no real reason why you don't like him, but oh, you just don't yeah. like and him. And I feel like that's, <laughs> and that's one of those moments where you're, like, I just got to get out of this one before it gets too deep. Yeah. Because then, then you get to a point where it switches and... Because there's no real reason to leave, you're too deep in that mm-hmm. you just don't leave because you're not comfortable. And you're married for ten yeah. years. You got two kids. <laughs> <laughs> like, he's he's nice though. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, but the the weird part about where this conversation takes place is they're in a tub together. No, no. I think we're skipping over a big thing. What are we skipping? The over? magnets on the on the fridge oh, freezer yeah. section. I got it. Was the weirdest distracting thing. Like all they have like a million magnets on the top freezer section of yeah. the fridge. None on the fridge door. It's like a freezer top. That was incredibly bottom. distracting. And it was just like, and I'm sure it was there for some reason. I don't know what. <laughs> But show was, how quirky they are. <laughs> I wonder if the season's magnets will slowly move down the fridge. I, hope I don't so. know. I, I'm going to be watching the fridge the whole thing. Like the OCD in me was yeah. satiated, but also very annoyed. <laughs> yeah. It's like, spread that out. There's so much real estate we had taken out. I know. Uh, so, yeah, that, that's, that, that was before they get to. Yeah. So then Marnie and Hannah are in a tub together. Yeah. And I don't. Marnie's shaving her Marnie's legs. shaving her legs. So that's why I think the showers were running. It didn't look like she had any like shaving cream on or anything. But they're having the conversation of like Marnie being like, yeah. 
oh, I don't really like him anymore. And then Hannah's just, like, eating a cupcake in the tub, which, uh, dude. We get it. Like, they're, they're playing up the, like, weight issue. Yeah. Well, that, there was, that was, like, a conversation yeah. that they had where they're yeah. like, oh, I'm the fat baby angel and she's the Victoria's yeah. Secret angel. It's just like, oh, my God. It's and just then, weird that, Ma- that Hannah is in the shower. And she's just kind of sitting in it, leaning over the side of the tub. Like, yeah. They're not both just shaving legs in there. She's, yeah. like, eating a cupcake and having small talk in a bathroom. Well, I didn't know if she was, like, washing herself. Were they both in the shower together washing themselves? Uh, or why are they naked if yeah. they're not? And then, like, M- Hannah's demanding to see uh, Marnie's boobs. Yeah. She's like, I never see you naked. Show me your boobs. <laughs> she's like, I only show my boobs to people that I'm having sex with. And she's like, that's bullshit. You see me naked all the time. Yeah. It's like, it's this like- is weird. But- <laughs> I'm assuming she would have seen her boobs because they're in the shower together. Yeah, like, did she come in naked? And and then, of course, the boyfriend walks in. He's like, oh, sorry. One of two times he walks into the bathroom. Yeah, why is this dude always walking on people? He's walking, like, he's walking in on two girls in the bathroom. Yeah. Too, too many times in this shit. Yeah, like, knock, number one. Even if it was, so he was like, oh, I thought it was just uh, Marnie was in here alone. It's like, even if it's, it was, yeah. you knock, what are you going to do in there? You, yeah, <laughs> you don't know what you're position gonna she's in. Hold the like, curtain back and spy on her? Yeah. There was just no soap involved, <laughs> and it was like, why are they both doing this? I think I'd be more confused if I went into the bathroom expecting just my girlfriend to be there, and she's, <laughs> and she's in there eating a cupcake with her roommate. <laughs> I'm like, hmm, you fell asleep with her last night, and now you're eating a cupcake in the shower together. Yeah. I think I'm going to go. <laughs> He's like... You're eating cupcake. You slept together. The show is named Girls. Girls. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's just so just aware that he's yeah, living. He's like, I'm in, a, I'm in an HBO show. Huh? <laughs> he's the Deadpool of yeah. the Girls universe. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so that that happens. That basically just sets up that, like... Maybe that, I just hate watching people eat because she was eating spaghetti and I, I hated wanted it. That she was eating that I cupcake. Wanted that it cupcake, looked cupcake, disgusting. Though. I wanted the cupcake. I was afraid it was going to get wet. Wet pastries are yeah. disgusting, but I don't know, man. But then, uh, so that happens, and like that was when I was like, okay, I understand uh, Allison Williams' plight with her yeah. with her boyfriend. Yeah. She's like, I just don't want to even have him touch me anymore. Because yeah. like there have been things where it's like it's going well. There's yeah. no reason for me to not like this person, mm-hmm. but the sight and like the idea of even hanging out with them just yeah. sickens me. And they're like perfectly sweet. Well, I've recently caught up on uh, Insecure, and like, without giving a lot away, there's a lot of that like Marnie boyfriend stuff going on in that show. So mm-hmm. like, I kind of feel like, I feel like this situation is going to be the same, where like, yeah, this was going to be an ongoing thing. Yeah, yeah. it's going to be an ongoing because also the the difficulty of breaking up with someone is so hard yeah. especially when there's no reason to no reason to <laughs> and he's just there he's just he's there, there trying to be yeah. but then he gets okay yeah. well so then after that after the tub scene which is very confusing i hope that's not like a recurring thing in this series but i have a feeling it might be <laughs> <laughs> i have a feeling it might. just chicks hanging out in tubs together yeah. eating in the tubs drinking wine uh that's when you get the reveal we go over to uh, the British lady and the dumb girl, and the reason why <laughs> the dumb, I'm calling the, the reason girl. why I'm calling that because they 
I don't know their names at this point. The only reason I do know their names is because I looked them up, and it's Jessa and uh, Shoshana. Yeah. Shoshana, in my opinion, is a dumb girl. She's like ditzy. She's not dumb. She's ditzy. Yeah, I'll Seemingly yeah. ditzy. And uh, Shoshana uh, is greeting her British friend. I don't know if they're friends or cousins or what. I think they're related somehow. Yeah. Because she's like, I'm, this is my family member. I'm oh, so yeah. Happy you're, to be you're a family my, member. You're my has a British English, cousin. Uh, yeah. That's a, okay. Yeah. So they are cousins. And uh, so far, the British, when this scene happens, yeah. Uh, the British girl seems like the most likable person in this show mm-hmm. because she's like, I'm not on Facebook. I've never seen Sex in the City. And I was like, okay. This I, is- I, I thought it was funny to have the I'm not on Facebook in 2012 like joke. I mean, like, that was a big like, deal. Like, yeah, it's like, the, oh, I'm not on Instagram. Like, yeah, now like, now yeah. it'd be like if it was Instagram. Yeah. But the part that I took away from this scene is that uh, Shoshana names everyone in the cast of Sex in the City. <laughs> And while there's I, a Sex in the City poster, while there's a Sex in the City poster, nice spawn con for uh, HBO old series. Yeah, but I know the names of everyone in Sex in the City before I know the names of everyone in Girls. Well, but sex, like, but to be fair, Sex in the City has been like a cultural like icon for like so long. Yeah, but the, she, I didn't. I don't know what any of these people's names are. And you've never seen Sex in the City. I've seen like two episodes. Seen two episodes. It. Yeah. But yeah, I guess more people have like talked. It's like knowing all the friends people. Yeah. Like, you know Joey Chandler, mm-hmm. Monica. Like whether or not you like the show or not. I just feel yeah. like they were it's bad at like the intros for the characters. Cause yeah. like people would just show up and like yeah. I don't know who that is or what how they're related. Like Shoshana, I'm only I'm only upset about it just because we're doing a podcast. I need to know their names. <laughs> yeah. Otherwise, I would not care about what their names. Are. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so. And Shoshana doesn't interact with anyone else except for the british girl like that's her only scene yeah i, I was wondering because i was like oh, i know there's four girls that's the one thing i knew about the show there yeah. was four of them and i was surprised she didn't come to the the the, the, the dinner, dinner party. at the end yeah i yeah. thought that she would have been because i'm interested how they're friends with uh the british cousin uh which one is that the jessa jessa jessa, jessa yes how are they friends with jessa but not like friends with her cousin that they're staying with, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it, that's true. How come I'm she sure, wasn't invited? I'm to the sure party? we'll figure that out. Well, maybe it's because she's episodes? like the ditzy one, and they just don't respect her because they're all so intellectual. Yeah. I'm a writer. I have a weird feeling that she might end up being one of my favorite people. The, the ditzy. ditzy girl. Yeah, I maybe. feel like I feel like she's just gonna be like the one that like has to be like the weird voice of like social reason. Yeah. Like, or like she'll say something like, you know, you can also just like eat a slice of pizza and not judge it, or something like. Yeah, she'll yeah, say yeah. something like so like mundane that it just like. Yeah, it, it seems like it'll be like something where like Hannah will be like, "No, I can't enjoy that because I have all this job stuff and I have blah blah blah." Yeah, and then she'll just be like, "Why can't you just eat a piece of candy? Yeah, candy's good." Yeah, and then and then Lena Dunham will like eat too much candy and I'll have to watch it and then it'll be gross just watching her eat. I'm excited to watch you deal with all your food horrors. Yeah, just dude, your that spaghetti scene was so gross to me. It was like two seconds. So yeah, when we get that, that's our intro to those two characters: the Sex in the City talk and then. the girl not being on Facebook. That's all we know about her. She's from yeah. England or Britain or whatever. Mm-hmm. She's got an accent. And then uh, I feel like we... we I may have skipped over it because I kind of like... I took very 
sparse notes. Yeah, I mean, we, I mean, this shows. Uh, I think uh, <laughs> most people they're listening to this, they're either like, curious about the show or they've seen it already. Yeah, and they're, they're so. gonna be like, well, let's see what these guys. Yeah. So the next thing I have is like her at her internship, Hannah at the internship, mm-hmm. and it seems like her her friends are trying to convince her like, hey, you need to talk to the guy. To get paid, yeah, because they have that little walk and talk. Yeah, they the did. Yeah, yeah, they had the go, walk and talk. They go buy water. Exactly. Yeah, and uh, I mean that was a good point. She's been at that internship for a year. Yeah, and she's like, and this is like the insidious bullshit that internships do. I've ne- I've only had one internship, and I never had to. It was like in between yeah. semesters of college, so yeah. I didn't really have to deal with this, but. Where so that they pro they have the promise of getting to a full time position, yeah. And then when you throw down the gauntlet of, hey, I want, I've been here a year. Like, yeah. when is this going to materialize? Yeah. Then they're like, oh, we can't really afford to or be to doing pay, that yeah. and stuff. So that was where I was the most like, in Hannah's corner. Like I I get internships when they're like, here's an internship for college credit. Yeah, where they're like, hey, you're still got to be in school. For mm-hmm. us to accept you for this internship, um, but still with that, it's great because you're in college and you're getting experience because you need experience for the job. Yeah, anyway. you're getting experience, but and you're credit. still not gonna when you graduate be able to work for that place unless you're like exceed. Yeah, with your in your abilities, or else they're just gonna take a next college person to have for more free work. Exactly. Yeah, and that's what like so she graduated from college. She's 24. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know, understand how that's legal. The internship after college for a year. Yeah. I think the legal... Well, I, I'm not... I don't know the legality of it, I'm sure, but if they're stating up front, hey, you're not getting paid for the job and you accept to keep coming into it. Yeah. It's not like you're working a job and they just decide they're not paying you and you just keep coming in. You know you're not getting paid. Yeah, and but it's With still- the promise of that dangling... Yeah, so, the end of the thing. But, so her confrontation with the boss was yeah. so awful to watch. Like, I felt I it was so a great bad. Scene, it was a great, great scene. scene. It was, it was great, great scene. but yeah. it just took me back yeah. to, like, oh, dude, applying I, to jobs and interviewing and all that stuff is just the worst. And, like, being in that position yeah. where you have no leg to stand on because, like, he's yeah. not paying you, there's no investment in you. And he can just like walk away. Yeah. I was just so, oh, yeah. that that was I, such. I just love he's like if you get hungry enough you'll figure out you're like literally hungry or <laughs> hungry enough for the job. I was like that's like perfect. Yeah, yeah that was, was a good great, line. Yeah. That scene was was perfect. Yeah, with like how good it represents. <laughs> like this is just uh, how bad hired, it is. Out there. And you hired the other girl because she knows Photoshop. That's great. Yeah, 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 yeah. dude. Like. She, no, that no, other girl like, got hired after her. That was no, yeah. I mean, that's just that's yeah, and I think that's part of why people like if people are into this show is because it has those like little slice of life things that you're not gonna get from like a show about older people. Like, yeah, like Sex in the City. Yeah, like, like they're she's fully a, adults and like she's getting paid to write a blog. In she's a, a successful blogger. <laughs> like what? She's no. a blogger. She makes <laughs> so much money. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so so she's there. That scene's great. I love that scene. Yeah, that was the most. I was like, yeah, Hannah, yeah. you gotta stand yeah. up for yourself. And then yeah. she did, and then she got shit on. And I was like, yeah, that yeah. sucks. And then so then she leaves that job, 
she's walking around and then she then we get our first intro to Mr. Adam Driver. Mr. Adam Driver, who I what's his name in the show? I think Adam. it's Adam. It's Adam. Yeah. What? His name well, I'm just gonna call him Adam Driver in case his name is <laughs> Adam. His name's Adam. They said Adam. And wow. You get it? Yeah. He opens the door. He's shirtless with his weird man body. Which okay. So I've only seen him in the Star Wars movies and uh, uh, Black Klansman. Yeah. I think those are the only movies I've seen him in. And I remember in Last Jedi, it was like this crazy thing when he was shirtless. Yeah. yeah right. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay. I guess he's never shirtless. Mm-hmm. First, first, yeah. First, first time you see him, shirtless, shirtless. You know, obviously not like not doing that like super budget movie vibe yet. Like yeah. not doing. The workout, but he's literally just shirtless. Well, he him. doesn't look. He he has such a weird body because he has like abs, but it doesn't look like he works out. Like he doesn't have like a chest or arms or anything. He's yeah. He's just it's just a dude that's shirtless. Yeah, his body confused me. Yeah. And also, what confused me is his voice, dude. His voice is so weird. I had so many different feelings about his character throughout this scene. Yeah, dude. Like I, it was. It was the strange. I was like, "Wow, he's an asshole. Wow, she's kind of frustrating, and he's like, can't put up with it." Oh, dude, you're really creepy. That's yeah. not a right joke to make. Like, it was yeah. the range of emotions I had. Like, I don't know what to. Yeah, I that mean. was just the most uncomfortable scene. To it was me? the most abusive, non-abusive relationship situation that I've ever. I guess we should dive into what actually happens. But yeah, so okay. she walks in. He's shirtless. She's, like, explaining that she got fired from her job, which I was like, yeah, did you get fired? And he goes, uh, weren't you an intern? Like, yeah. He pulls her out on it, which just, is, just which is mean and funny and a weird. Yeah. Like, <laughs> so you still don't know where he at yet. Like, yeah. Uh, at that point, I was like, okay, he's just, like, ribbing her or whatever. He's like, yeah. weren't you an intern? But so then she's, like, explaining. Then she's like, can I sit down? <laughs> yeah. It's like, and he's like, yeah. Yeah. Like, that would have been my reaction. I would have been like, why don't you just sit down? Like, uh, And it was weird how he sat down, like, on the chair. Like, the, he, he goes yeah, he did, onto like, the, the chair and school, he sits, like, cool teacher. With the, like, <laughs> the reverse way in the chair. And just, like, but the chair had all this stuff on it. Like, yeah. Interesting. Interesting. It yeah. was very bizarre. Yeah. And his haircut looks really stupid. Yeah. And he's just, like, like, I never watched, obviously, I never watched the show. I've only seen him in Star Wars. Mm-hmm. So I thought that they were, like, putting effects on his voice to make yeah. him seem more intimidating. But that's just his voice. Yeah. It's just bizarre. They had a laugh that happens early that was seemed like... It was taken from another scene in like eighty yard in or something. I don't know, but yeah. Um, so, so yeah, yeah, they're there. They're there. They're talking about our internship for a little bit, and then he's just like a sexual deviant or something. Well, they go to the couch. They both yeah. go to the couch and they sit. The way he sits on the couch and crosses his legs towards her is so funny to me. <laughs> like, yeah. like, could you like, you know, they're probably gonna hook up just because show and. Yeah, I mean, that's, like, his role in the show, and, like, that's what he's known as, like, the guy that she bangs, but the the conversation leading up to it is just so, and then he's, like, talking about internships, he's like, you shouldn't be a slave for anyone. His grandma grandma gives him $800 a month, and he supplements off of that, so it's like, okay, yeah, he's doing woodwork, he's an actor, but not acting, so he's, he's also... Unlikable. Those people, but those people, like, I met him. Yeah. I know him. Like, he, yeah. Nothing about his character makes me like him, makes me sympathetic yeah. towards him. 
except for that one zinger that he had. Yeah. yeah. And then, so then they start to like hook up, and he's just like a weirdo. Yeah. And he's like, lay down on your stomach and yeah. grab your legs, and now take all of his shit off. Yeah, I'm and gonna I'm get. Like, and she's like, "Are you gonna get a condom?" He's like, "Maybe." And I was like, like "Bro, yeah." I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, Hannah, stand, yeah. you know, make sure Number that one. he has that. You just were complaining about not having a jobby job. Yeah, like, you don't need to have a baby. Yeah. Like, and then he comes back and he's like, "It's the funniest because he tells her to take off her clothes and she stays in the same position lying yeah. down." Why and that's just for that's just for it has to just be for comedic that had to be effect. for comedic effect. Uh, his reaction when he comes out, he's like. God. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like, why are you? And he just the way it's like so it's like, aggressively choosing, wrong. Why are you choosing to make this the so, most difficult thing? And he just like yanks her like stockings off, yeah. like so aggressively, but like so frustrated. It was like weird. Are you like a creepster, Avis, or are you just like what? No, that's not what I want. Yeah, and but, then but then the sex part starts happening. Like I, he puts on a condom. I'm he hoping. puts on a well. She she's like, did you put on a condom? And he goes, no. And then she's like, are you serious? And he goes, yes, I put on a condom. Yeah, and like, then he immediately starts trying to fuck her butt. Yeah. Which she's like, I'm not cool which, with this. Yeah, which I was well, like, also, oh. Hold on, pause, 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 pause. The lead up to this, she's like still having a conversation with him about like her writing and like yeah. the sun is so is. Oh, there's a line that she said. Yeah. Uh, before they even like start hooking up. I like you so much. I don't know where you disappear to. Yeah, I was he's like, like, "Is that?" And then she says something later. She like, says something like, of... "The sun is going down so early these days. I don't know where it goes." And then he's like, "So is that one of your poems?" Or something? Yeah. So it's like moments like that where I'm like, "Okay, I kind of get his like weird like, are we gonna just come over and hook up?" Because I think that's what this relationship is. Yeah. But now we're talking about like this stuff. Yeah. Uh, I mean, and that happens before he goes disappears to get the condom and lube. Yeah. Yeah, because he yeah. wanted to try banging her butt. Yeah. Um, but the I okay, so I've been in that relationship before where like the girl obviously wants to talk about something else and our only relationship prior to that point was us just hooking up. Yeah. So then when they come over and they're not wanting to hook up and they're just like want to talk to somebody <laughs> I understand that. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, he thinks she just popped in for a midday yeah. bang session, probably. Yeah. And <laughs> then does. she's talking about, like, yeah. a... Bu- she's, and it seems feel, like he doesn't know how to talk. You know, like, I, he, also, he also isn't the person she should ever try to talk to. Oh, no. This, this guy has, like, no, no yeah. support at no. all. He's... Like, now that we're talking this out, I've come around to feeling sympathetic for her in this because she's going through a lot of emotions. Yeah, yeah. Like, her parents just cut her off. She just lost her internship. And she obviously likes this guy at least a little bit. Yeah. Or she wants to... I think she wants to get... She just wants a human connection. And plus, she's kind of... Like, I'm fascinated by his character, too. Like, maybe she just has that thing, thing as a writer where she's just like, this guy... It's so strange and interesting. Like, I kind of want to, like, dig deeper into, like, how this guy works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I'm so, like, not... He's, like, woodworking and an actor, but, like, he calls her out on her bullshit, but also is, like, a weird... Like, you know, he's... Yeah. Yeah. So then he tries to do her butt. Yeah. And then she's, like, don't do that, which... You shouldn't. Allow, I was. Yeah. And I was happy she like before. Like he had a bet. He told her to do all this stuff, and she did it all. And then that when she was like yeah, drawing a line, I was like, okay. Yeah, we got a first taste of uh, Lena Dunham butt, which yeah. was 
No. I mean, side butt. We didn't side get full. We didn't, yeah, get we, didn't full. See, we didn't see crack. Yeah. yeah. We also see Adam Driver's side butt. Yep. Um. So yeah, then they start doing it, and she keeps talking, and it's awkward as hell. <laughs> and then he's just like, "Hey, let's wait, let's play the quiet game." <laughs> <laughs> That's a terrible Adam Driver, by the way. Yeah. But <laughs> I don't know. His voice is just so weird. Maybe you can get it later. But. Maybe, maybe once, maybe fifty episodes, and I'll probably have it. But yeah, she's like talking to him about like just random stuff. Whether well, it was what was she after doing? he tried to put it in her butt? Yeah. She was like, "Look, I just this whole time she's getting yeah. fucked." Yeah, she's like, "Look, I just don't feel comfortable doing that right now, yeah. and like maybe later on, but I feel like I would want to talk about it afterwards, yeah. and like I'm just not in the place to yeah. do it." And then he's like, "Okay, fine. We're not. I'm not doing it." Yeah. And then she's like, "So do you want me to move more? Do you want me to like move less? So like, should I be more this way? Should I be?" Yeah. Like, and like, then it, like, that's when he was just like, "Just shut up. <laughs> like, this is fine. This is fine." Like, because it, it makes you it makes you wonder what their other sexual encounters were like. Yeah, she should have like, expected this. Like, yeah, like. Well, Allison Williams later on in the show calls him an animal. Yeah. So which, he must be up to some kind of like weird, freaky stuff. Yeah, because it's interesting from what we've heard about the show that it's like Lena Dunham's going to be naked all the time and all this stuff, yeah. but she's not the sexual forward person in that scene. Yeah. Like, you would think her sexual, like, she opens it wanting to see her roommate's boobs. Yeah. Like, you yeah, would yeah. expect her to be, like, more like, aggressive. Get over here and yeah. fuck me. <laughs> yeah. But she's more like, well, I mean, in that scene, I understand why she wouldn't be because she's just like, I just lost everything. Yeah. Uh, just fuck me. <laughs> yeah, but then you wouldn't expect her to be like, is this good? Is that good? Like, Yeah, that's true. Unless she's playing that role. But, I mean, we're only one also, episode. Also, no there, foreplay so at all. Just jumped right into trying just to fuck right her butt. In. Just right in. Yeah, not even not even going to try and, like... like uh, no yeah. foreplay at all. No, just, just went for it. That was the least realistic. Thing. Even though, I mean, I'm not a girl. I don't know. But... I don't know, man. Your yeah. boy's always now, trying to you put could, in some You could, you could argue that he had slipped, but no, he was going for loop. He, he said going for loop. loop. Yeah, and she for said a why. Surprise. And she said why. And she said why, and he was like, you'll see. Yeah. Get, get out of here, bro. <laughs> get out of here, bro. Get out of here, bro. We all know what you're up to. Yeah. She knew what he was up to. All right. But we got to move on from this. We got to move on, because then after that is the dinner party, which I felt like was the most inconsequential thing ever. Oh, yeah. So the dinner party is happening, and like... Marnie is so upset that her roommate isn't there, mm-hmm. which I forgot that the dinner party was for Jessa. I, I thought it was, too. I thought it was just, like, a group get-together. Yeah, because, yeah, I didn't even know they knew she was in town. We also skipped over the part where Charlie, uh, Marnie's boyfriend, is, like, kissing her, and he's like, what do you want to do? Like, what's your sexual fantasy? Mm-hmm. And she's like, if you were a stranger... Which is like very telling. It's like, yeah. And he's like kissing her, and she's like, he's like, well, what, you, what does that mean? What does that mean? And she was like, if you were just someone else. Okay. I was like, damn. Dude. Like, it's no subtlety. Yeah, that. no subtlety at all. And he's just like, whatever, I'm going for it. And, and the, then the doorbell rings, yeah. and then the dinner party commences, and the her, coolest guy in the world shows up yeah. with this girl. Yeah, with this <laughs> big blue green orbs walking down the street. Ugh, They're just was, my eyes. That was so painful. That uh, was awful. That guy was an idiot. I did love when he, my favorite line in that scene is like when they're somehow talking about like sex and like we know that she's not sleeping with her boyfriend. Yeah, uh, Marty's yeah. not sleeping with her boyfriend, and he's like, maybe she's happy about the the friend says something 
maybe he's just happy someone's getting some. He needs some, some motivation. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's happy to hear about somebody having sex. sex. And then she says, what are you talking about? He's like, oh, he's just being motivational. The boyfriend yeah, says, the boy's just being motivational. <laughs> it's like, so, damn. Everybody like, knows this guy's yeah. not <laughs> And it's just like, it's like not going over any, no subtlety at all. Just yeah. going hard for it. Yeah, I mean, that, that yeah. the introduction of that guy's yeah. character was just the least subtle thing ever. He's like an, he's a dummy. Yeah. I think his name was Ray. Uh, yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't know. know what his name Charlie's was. Charlie's friend. Yeah. Uh, with the b- green orb girlfriend. So Charlie is uh, Marnie's boyfriend. That's his name? Yes. Okay. I think so. Yes. Okay. Um, uh, the thing that I thought was interesting is that she was, that Marnie's sitting there and she is just like being. She's not even sitting at the, the table. table. Yeah, like she's sitting apart from them and she's just like. This is useless. This whole party is pointless because my roommate's not here. She doesn't say that Jessa isn't here. Yeah, because the party is it's for, for Jessa. Jessa. I thought it was for Jessa. Mm-hmm. Well, they say it afterwards, but like she was mad that her roommate wasn't there, and I was like, okay, like yeah, you're, it's your roommate. And that's like, when that's when the line comes about. Yeah. So like she's probably with that animal. Oh, yeah, I know exactly where she is. She's yeah. with that animal. <laughs> like, dang, dude. That was a Do you think Marnie sleeps with Adam Driver at any point? No, I mean she's she's too uh, she's too hot for him. He's like a weirdo. Yeah, but it's not like weirdos don't sleep with hot women and like weird stuff happens <laughs> yeah, all the time. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm speaking from experience. <laughs> all right, we're gonna God. pause the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Edit that, but <laughs> but no. So then uh, I don't think that she does. You don't think she does? Okay. I don't. I don't even think. Honestly, I don't think Adam Driver lasts the entire series. Like, I don't I think, think that's the entire series. I, but think, I think he he's exits part part through and then like comes back. Maybe is like, yeah. oh, he's turned a corner. Yeah, or I mean, some if crap. they're doing a little Mr. Big uh, Sex in the City style thing, he'll pop in. He'll yeah. pop in when things need to get a little mixed up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but but yeah, I don't think that we'll she. See. I don't think she leaves with him. Yeah, I'm just throwing out a wild card. Yeah, but. Uh, so yeah, then the British lady finally shows up to her party. Yeah, Jessa. And then uh, I don't know nothing. Yeah, when really... Jessa showed up, I thought it was the other girl, Shoshana, showing up. Uh, yeah, because I really at that point still didn't realize this party was for Jessa. I didn't um, either. I we must have missed something. But anyway, she shows up. They're hanging out. Uh, what happened before uh, Lena Dunham's character shows up? Like she goes up. She's, she's hanging out. Still with Adam Driver, they're sitting on the couch with the blanket across their genitals. She and has the most unconvincing, oh, I'm late for a Yeah, she goes, what time is it? And he said, five o'clock. Yeah. Which, and then she laughs like that was the most hilarious joke ever. <laughs> and then she goes, no, really, what time is it? And he says, 9.45. And then she just looks at him and goes, oh, my God, I'm so late for that dinner party. <laughs> Normally when that happens in, like, shows, people get up and, like, start, like, grabbing bags and having yeah. to talk while they get ready to go. She was just no. like... <laughs> Adam Driver got up before she did. Yeah. She was just sitting there like, oh, well, I guess I'm late. So then she shows up. And what's happening before she gets there? Because I know Jessa's saying something. She's talking to the... Wait, no, that was after. They're all on the couch. They're all on the couches coupled up and she's sitting next to uh, Charlie. It's, um, it's Marnie, Charlie, and then Jess on the couch. And then on another couch is the Charlie's friend and girlfriend. And they're just saying something before. It's, there's some it's, conversation I can't remember. What. I don't think it's very consequent. I don't remember that yeah. happening really at all. Yeah. And then, then Hannah shows up. Hannah shows up. She's surprised at her. 
Yeah, and she's like, she walks in, and this is her apology. She's just like, I'm so sorry, I'm so late. The most monotonous, <laughs> unconvincing, like, if I heard that, I'd be like, go fuck yourself. You're did they sorry. order food, or did Marnie make that dinner? I don't Because we don't really see them eating. You don't see them making food. You don't yeah. see them whatever. For you, it's great, because you don't get a chance to see anybody eat. Yeah, no one's eating. <laughs> thank God. <laughs> And then I don't know what else happens really well, until they, the they opium part. Yeah, they come in and then I, uh, they're I trying to convince her to like you know the the guy that's cooking opium yeah. is like uh, fuck that you should still be getting money from your parents and all this shit and no he's a, it's a McDonald's conversation he's oh saying, right, right, saying, right 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 like oh I'm gonna have to end up working at, work at McDonald's, McDonald's. it's like, like dude do it. I, yeah, I lived in New York right after I graduated college. I worked in restaurants, and yeah. I was able to afford my rent. Yeah. You also don't need to live in a super expensive place either. Yeah. I don't even know what, like, I don't know what Marnie does at this point. Yeah, what, what does Marnie know. do? No, we just know that she's smart. <laughs> yeah. Said it to him on the she's bedroom. like the they, paragon of good advice, but she has, like, yeah. a terrible life herself. Yeah. Like, she, she doesn't like a relationship or whatever, one yeah. of those characters. Um. So, well, yeah, yeah she, we don't know what she does yet. but And I don't know what price they are. I don't I don't know where they... Like, they're in Brooklyn. Yeah, they're in Brooklyn somewhere. So, yeah. So, I don't know. Like, you're but, not going to find a cheaper place at, in 2012, really. The guy's McDonald's speech was pretty convincing until she retorts with, yeah, but then I'd have to work at McDonald's. And I was like, good point. <laughs> That's good point. Is, but I went to college. Yeah, yeah, but I went to college. And he was like, Wait, so what? So did I. Yeah. I loved it. I loved that McDonald's speech because it's like, you know... Dude, sometimes you have to do shit that you don't want to do. There are sacrifices that you have to make, and it seems like she yeah. doesn't have, she doesn't realize that, and she hasn't had to deal with that. Well, yeah, and it's one thing like she can, like I know if I like had to work at McDonald's like right now, I'd be like, oh, that's not a yeah good move. But I could see her like, I'm sure in the next episode we'll probably get into her actually trying to find. Jobs. Like, I was really happy when she lost the internship, mm-hmm. so we didn't have to deal with her at the internship pleading and trying to hustle up for, yeah, like, like episodes. Like, I'm, at, I'm, I'm interested to see what she ended up doing next. So the parents are cutting her off. Yeah. Which the is, parents have put their foot down. Yeah. So, like, she is out there off, like, on a limb, and no one's going to really... She doesn't, have a, she doesn't have a safety net, which I think the whole point of the setup of the pilot is, like... Here you are, you're this person that you are yeah. in the show, and you have no safety net. Let's see you do it. And that was, I feel like that was me in my 20s in Brooklyn like that. Because I lived in Williamsburg after college. And like, but like I didn't have the parent support just because they couldn't afford yeah. to pay for yeah. what they had to pay for and New York. Exactly. But like they have, she has that luxury and it's being pulled away from her. Yeah. Um, And it's just like, your 20s in Brooklyn, like, you can live in New York cheap. I always say that to people. You can live in New York cheaper than you, I think you can in L.A. Like, Really? You think so? Absolutely. Like, I I mean, I had no money when I was in <laughs> New York. Dollar and, like, you're always that. out. Like, you're always out. Like, the bar culture is so open. Like, there's always a rooftop party. Like, there's stuff. Well, that's the thing is, yeah. like, she, her first, I know it was, like, her being dramatic yeah. But her first go-to was like, I'm going to have to work at McDonald's. But there's, like, no shame in being a waiter or a waitress. Yeah. Like, because that's what yeah. I did for a couple of years. Yeah, and I was, can, like, freelance yeah. writing on the side. Yeah. 
and doing comedy. Yeah. I feel like that's what she's gonna get into. Yeah, I mean she better. But, but I feel like they had to they had to make her character because that's her character. Her character's yeah. not gonna Spoiled be. Brat. Yeah, her character's not gonna go from like having that comfort. Yeah, living with these roommates and then being like, oh, I work at McDonald's. But she yeah. has to know people that do that because she's no. like a writer. No, but like she'll know people that wait her, but no one, no one in the fast food industry. Well, yeah, I yeah, mean, yeah, I don't yeah, know yeah. anyone that works in the fast food industry. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what are you say? I don't know anyone that works in the fast. Food. <laughs> okay. The entitlement I, I'm coming not, up. I'm not a, I'm not a loser. <laughs> <laughs> these people on the show are losers. <laughs> Okay. Anyway, uh, so the guy cooks up opium. Yeah, uh, Lena Dunham takes opium, and then yeah. she gets pep talks from uh, Marnie and uh, Jessa. Yeah, and they're both like very conflicting. And they're sitting on either side of her, like devil and angel, one yeah. shoulder situation. And Marnie's making points. She's just like, get a job, and the other ones like, hey, you're an artist, be an artist. And I think that is going to be the conflict of the show, and like, mm. which which is a conflict for. And like for everybody, for real. like if you're if you're if in you're the creative, a, yes, yeah, yes, yes, yes. like, yeah. So she's all hopped up on air, opium, and she's like, "I got it," and then she just leaves, and then nobody stops her. No one's like, "Hey, maybe you shouldn't do whatever you're about to do. You're on opium." Yeah. Uh, oh, and then there's that fucking stupid ass scene where she's like, "This doesn't taste like Twix." Well, that was before that. Yeah, that was before that. But like, he said twigs, obviously. You, if you I did. Twix. I did love though. My favorite part of that moment. Nothing is that, tastes like Twix except for Twix. Well, my favorite part is when she tastes it. She spits it out because it doesn't taste like Twix. And then he's like, "No, I said Twigs." And then she's like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> and then just continue drinking it. I think that was the most like, accurate that thing better, that, yeah. that happened in that show. Like, because tea does taste like Twigs. Uh, so then she hops up on opium. She runs out into the world, and then Marty and Jessa have an argument while Jessa's. Oh, I just poked myself in the eye with my glasses. Uh, <laughs> I don't know why you're taking glasses on and off, as if you're like reading through to, a booklet of notes. I had to scratch my eyes, dude. Like this, is, this show is something else. Uh, <laughs> no, I just took them off again. I don't know. It's hurt my ears. The headphones. You're making a lot of dramatic moves. Yeah. So Jess is taking a pee, and then Marnie's like, well, no, her. she goes. Well, well, first she goes to the parents. Yeah. And she goes to the parents, and she's like, "Hey." I want to see you guys before I left. She's you can obviously see she's she's high at this point. Yeah, and she hands them her, her quote unquote book, book. <laughs> which is just like maybe five ten pages. loose leaf pages. <laughs> <laughs> and then like she's like, oh, we'll read this on the plane. She's like, no, read it now. And she sits there while they start reading it. Mm-hmm. And then we and then like we cut back to Marnie, who's in the bathroom with Jessa. Jessa's on the toilet. Marnie's standing over, saying it was. It was irresponsible yeah. of you to do that, and like you should have. And yeah. then she's like, "Maybe you should just like stop mommying her." Which like, she's good a point. Mother hen. She's, she's a mother. She's hen. mommying her. Yeah. But she also brought up a good point. She has to be. She's the responsible one, but being responsible makes her get in. Like I forget the exact line, but because she's the one that gives rational advice, mm-hmm. she always gets shit on for the rational advice. Yeah, as opposed to like, oh, okay, that is rational. I would like to do it this way. He's like, no, you're just a stick in the mud. Yeah. So, yeah. so, so then uh, Charlie walks in. <laughs> he's high as balls. And he's just like, you two are angels or whatever. And then they're like, get out of here. He leaves. That's Charlie's just, got a bathroom thing, man. Yeah, he really likes that kind of stuff. <laughs> and then uh, Marnie gives Jessa some toilet paper. Like, she unrolls it for her. Yeah, she that always, was the weirdest shit. But it's just showing that she's just that, like... 
mother hen yeah. person that she's going to be like. <laughs> yeah. So then we cut back. But she was no, no, no. But didn't she? But Marnie was mad that Jessa showed up super late oh, to yeah. her own dinner party. Yeah. And then it's revealed that Jessa tells her that she's pregnant, which I don't believe. You I think she believe. was saying I was I think she was only saying that to get sympathy from her as like an excuse to pivot away from her being late. I don't uh, believe that she's pregnant for a second. Huh. I didn't doubt the pregnancy when she said it, but I thought it was interesting that that would be the excuse for lateness. <laughs> like, yeah. Like wait a minute. Yeah. What, <laughs> what what did being pregnant have to do with you being 3 hours late? <laughs> It's like you didn't have a kid that you had in a stroller that you had to push down the subway. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's a good point. It's like, yeah. the wrong, like that's a terrible excuse. It's a terrible anyway. excuse. Yeah, and then also her whole thing of like, I thought dinner would start at ten. Yeah. Who eats dinner at ten? Like they were making like in uh in Argentina they like eat dinner late and like Spain yeah. and stuff. But we know you have food issues. You're not gonna you're not yeah. gonna handle the food I'm glad situation. You didn't eat anymore. Yeah. Um, but no, so that was the, her argument at first. Yeah. And then the next thing is I'm oh, pregnant. pregnant. So and I can see and then why like on purpose. What do you think? That was like the best Literally. line. That was my favorite line from the show, I think. What do you think? Yeah. She's on the toilet with another person staring <laughs> at her. What do you think? Um. <laughs> And then we go then back. We cut back. We to go Marnie back to, with her parents who okay. are finished reading yeah. her book. And, and then she's, she's the, like, "See, isn't it good?" And they're like, "Yeah, it is pretty good, yeah, actually." Yeah. And then she's like, "All right, I only need eleven hundred dollars a month for two years." <laughs> and it's just like the two years was the big cap for me. The eleven hundred. Yeah, I was like, like eleven. I, I feel like if she said for six months, her parents could have like maybe. Sw- even two months yeah. while she's looking for yeah. a job. But the best part is the dad is like, that sounds reasonable. And the mom's like, not at all. Yeah, like, dude, that's so time. unreasonable. That is oh. so And she's like, I could live for 1100 bucks a month in two, for two months or a month. I'm, I could be really thrifty. It's like, or you could get a job. Yeah, I mean, but that's the thing. Like, what's easier, getting a job or getting your parents to do what they've been doing? Like, that's yeah. obviously you're going to, like, exhaust that. You're going to plead and she mentioned like in the first opening scene i could be on drugs or something yeah, that's true, yeah. and then like the last my scene, friend she, had two abortions yeah so in the last scene the last scene and a half we got a person that's pregnant mm. and the the friend and then we have her with the uh wait was she opium. talking about her in the opening scene she was she talking about jessa no, i don't think she was talking she might about have been. i don't think she was talking about people and she, she I, don't, might have been. I think she was just making a comment about like people in their 20s and like just or just like as a parent you're lucky your kid isn't on drugs or pregnant yeah i think she was just making that it's like i'm not a bad person yeah. i'm not drugs or pregnant and then she shows up she's on opium she passes out or she, passes out. she falls she's over very over dramatic i don't even think that she was that high i think she was just being way too dramatic yeah i mean yeah it just and, the and dad her parents was like, are arguing fine. the mom's line about like i I work hard. I want a lake house. Yeah. <laughs> Made you, like, lose all sympathy. Well, that's like, what... Not full sympathy for the bomb, but it's just like, wait, is your argument sympathy. that you want something, too, now? Like, See, I... Why not... You brought up a good point while we're watching it, is that they're both professors staying at the Warwick. They've been supporting their daughter for two years. Who knows how much money it was yeah. a month. 
Like they're not hurting for cash. They just want more expendable. Cash, yeah, I mean, but like. I also, you know, I mean, I felt like at a per twenty four years old. But I felt like at a point as a parent, you're gonna want them to start fending for themselves. Exactly. But you're also gonna still support them a little bit. Like yeah. parents give what they can give. Like yeah, my parents could never. My parents could never give me like that no. the amount of money it would cost to live. I don't think so. Yeah, like that. But if I like needed like five hundred dollars for this or something like that, mm-hmm. like for a one time thing, not like a monthly stipend. Yeah. Like here's some money that so, you can have. Here we go. I'm twenty nine. Yeah. My parents still support me in ways that like for my birthday, all I ask them for is just to pay for my gym membership and that's like Yeah. That's like two hundred bucks a year. Yeah. And that's like okay. And then you don't have to get me anything for my birthday. Yeah. That's whatever. Like, they support me that way. And I know that that probably is, even me saying that, it, it makes me sound like a spoiled person yeah. to some people. Yeah. But uh, your parents are there to support you. That's, but I feel like it's more of like a break glass in case of emergency kind of way. Mm-hmm. And like, even little things like the gym yeah. membership. Yeah. But like, to support your entire life, like your rent, your. Your all your other expenses, yeah. your food, all this stuff. It's like, and I won't even like argue against. Like, I wish I was like a trust fund kid. Like, I oh, like yeah. I don't, I don't care about like. But you won't understand the real world, and you want to. I like I don't. I've experienced the real world, and I don't necessarily like it. I would love to just have like financial security yeah. based off of whatever your parents did. Like, so I don't blame people for just like. It's I just one of those things where, like, if they're being, if you're living off your parents, but like you realize, like, it's just that understanding, which I think is hard to have that self awareness uh-huh. of, like, oh, not everyone has this. Yeah, you know, what I mean, like, that's the only thing you have to figure out. You have to be like, okay, this See, is how. And I think people like shows like this and like shows like Gossip Girl and like mm-hmm. Entourage stuff because they like that fantasy of like, oh, if I had all this money and I was doing this. Yeah, but this show this. is like the opposite, the opposite of that. that. This is this is trying to show like people from that. Because mm-hmm. I went to like high school with people like that parents had tons of money and stuff like that, but then they still would like have to deal with like their parents wouldn't just like feed them money when they were out of college. They would still yeah. work or like like if they're in med school or if they're like doing whatever that summer they're still doing random jobs and like mm-hmm. just living. But they don't have. But they know like like she knows that no matter what happens, like if she really fell out. Her like parents would bail her out. She could, she probably could bail it out or just move back move home. Back, yeah. Or whatever. And we don't even know exactly where they're from, do we? If they did, I didn't. I, I don't, didn't I hear didn't it. Pick out. Yeah, because they're flying. They're flying wherever. Yeah, they're staying in the Warwick Hotel. Was it the Warwick? Yeah. Yeah. But so you you brought up a good point. Like, I know the struggle of trying to fend for yourself mm-hmm. in New York. I don't know the struggle of being a trust fund kid and having all of that taken away from you. So yes. I don't have like yeah. us coming from the background that we do. Yeah, I don't have sympathy. It's hard for me to have sympathy f- for someone that's been supported yeah. like that for so much and spoiled like yeah. that's for so long. Yeah. But I do understand that it would be incredibly jarring and yeah. it probably is very hard. Yeah, but it's hard to have sympathy. It will, yeah, it's hard. To, it's hard to like fully relate to it from that. But it's, yeah. you have to like put yourself in a thing of as if like you just like lost. Like for them, that's like her losing her job. Yeah, because them supporting her allowed her to do the internship. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like I used to work at Vice, like, mm-hmm. and <laughs> a lot of those people there were a lot of like trust fund kids because they would like be interning and then end up producing, and it was just like. 
the whole place was full of people that were like, like, we would have to be like, hey, when are we getting paid for stuff, you know? And like, I'm like, I need to get paid. And other yeah. people are like, yeah, yeah, whatever, we're having a party. Yeah, whatever, take your yeah, time. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, no, and do it's not. Just like, take that's your what time. Vice used to be like before it like became what it is now. But so anyway, uh, she has her drug freak out. Uh, and then she wakes up alone in bed. Her parents have left. She, the very first thing that she does is she calls the downstairs and tries to order room service still just like still <laughs> grasping at the teat and then they're like you can't get room service yeah so then she walks over to the like put her clothes on and then there's two envelopes left one for her and one for housekeeping yeah and she just jacks the money from the housekeeping people yeah. and got, i gotta say was it two 20s was it, it was a 20 two 20s. it was a 20 in in uh hannah's envelope uh-huh. and a 20 in the housekeeping envelope. Uh-huh. now I think that's a little cheap for the housekeeping, considering they've been there for probably a couple days now at this point. Okay. I don't really know. What's the proper amount to I tip don't, housekeeping? I don't fully... I don't understand I, it. Housekeeping is kind of like a per day kind of thing. And like you have to think about like how often you had them clean. Like When I stay at a hotel, uh, we don't usually like... We usually have like do not disturb on the yeah. thing. Like we don't have them come every day and like make the bed and stuff. You yeah. know, like depending on how long you stay there. Sometimes we're like, oh, this is messy. Let's just we'll go out for the day. They'll clean it, come back. Yeah. But I'm thinking you would at least leave fifty. Right. <laughs> for for I, I mean for the wall for for the Warwick. I don't know. I don't know anything about that. Uh, I just uh, I don't travel. I, I just don't when think I do. I, I just don't think you. I just don't think you're leaving twenty in it. Anyway, well, either way, she she, she got zero because she, she jacked, jacked it. The twenty. She jacked I wonder it. if she left the envelope that just said housekeeping too, because it oh, looks like yeah. she took the she, yeah. It did look like she just left, just left the envelope. It. So it looks like her parents like left an empty housekeeping envelope. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then uh, the last scene, and I wrote this down because this was the most this sum this last scene mm-hmm. sums up exactly what this show is to me. Okay. She walks out into traffic. She does not have the right of way. There's a car turning. She puts her hand out to like stop it and then just keeps walking. And I was like, the privilege of that walk where she doesn't have the right of way. For some reason it had the weird it had the weird upbeatness yeah. of like a Mary Tyler Moore like walking out like I'm I'm a girl in the city now. It it was the it was so strange because she just found out her parents have left her with twenty dollars. Yeah, she's walking home. She just did drugs in front of her parents. Uh, her friends don't like her, so her friends aren't mad at her. So mm-hmm. that's fine. And she doesn't have a job anymore. And she's leaving and walking as if like, all right, everything's <laughs> I got everything's the world wonderful. on a string. Yeah, and I was just like, <laughs> wait, what? Like that just it just felt like ah, she'll be fine. That's what it felt like. It felt like she'll be fine. Well, I think it has to have that because, like, this is the beginning of the rest of her life. Like, her no, life can, is forever changed now. Yeah, but you can have it be like a, all right, what's next kind of ending. Yeah, it wasn't of... like, what's next? It was like, oh, she's fine. Like, if, if there was never another episode, I'm like, oh, no, she's she's good. Yeah. She's got $40 in her pocket. She's good to go. <laughs> $40? Yeah, $40 like, in a dream, baby. Like two seconds ago, she was talking to her friends about, like, <laughs> I can live here for maybe three more days, seven days if I skip lunch. lunch. Yes. <laughs> I'm going to have to work at McDonald's. Nothing has changed yeah. from her doing opium and passing out in the hotel room. Yeah. Uh, so, 
that's episode one everybody that is the pilot do we have any other notes that stuck out uh do you i think i covered everything that i could think of uh-huh. no, no, nope i'm looking overall at thoughts after episode one uh i'm i'm intrigued to see like once they get into their flow because i feel like this is like the pilots are always tricky. pilots are always hard because you have to introduce it's characters which yeah. they didn't <laughs> <laughs> we still don't the poster has four girls sitting next to each other all four of them were never in the same room together yeah um so i'm interested to see where uh what did you call her not uh the shoshana's character what did you call her not the ditzy one? Jessa? The ditzy, yeah. The ditzy. Yeah, the ditzy I'm one. Interested to see, I'm interested to see how she fits in with the whole flow of it. Yeah, thing. because as of yet, she doesn't fit in. She just, the cousin of the British girl. Yeah, and like that's com- it. it was comic relief almost. So yeah. I'm interested to see when the four of them get together, what happens. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm interested to see what happens, especially in the next episode, because episode two, titled Vagina Panic. Oh, so, yeah. Oh, that, well, it just writes itself. I'm going to be looking forward to that. All right. Well, <laughs> this has been Boys Watching Girls. Uh, stay tuned for the next episode. I've been Joe Welke. I'm Vance Tucker. All right. Talk to you guys later. Bye.